and that was it. It was that simple. At that moment, we stopped being a family and started being a family in italics. Good morning, Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And these are your morning announcements. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 21, Contemporary American Poultry. So as we were talking a little bit before we started the episode, uh, you were saying that you got just super hungry for some chicken. I most certainly did. So the thing... And I have... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, so the thing is... That was is, a segue into a question I had. <laughs> but if you'd like to take the floor, please do. I was just going to say, the thing is, is that I'm I'm what I consider... I call myself lazy vegetarian. Uh, okay. We don't, we don't cook meat at home. Um, and usually I try to stick to the vegetarian options, but I don't always because meat is tasty. And... Sure. I like to think that like I'm fine without chicken. Like it's not the one that I'm like, oh yeah, that's the one I miss. But sure, man, yeah. when it's I not, I don't think it's that, the top of anybody's protein list. Right. But when that seed of fried chicken fingers gets planted in my head, nothing else will satisfy. Right. I and need I, those chicken fingers. And I think that, you know, I this might be a hot take. Haha, <laughs> hot take on the fried chicken. Um, I think that if you're going to bread and fry a protein, chicken might be at the top for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've had some chicken fried steak. It's good. It's very good. You mm-hmm. know, steak fried like a chicken. Uh, but other than that, I can't think of what. Well, um, perhaps popcorn shrimp. Popcorn shrimp is great. Okay. I've turned this into an episode of Doughboys. Yeah, anyway. yes. You've you've noted uh to me uh and our whole friends group how much you've been listening and Twitter, Twitter at large. Yes, everyone how knows much how much I've been, been listening to the Doughboys. <laughs> Starting from the beginning, legitimately they had somebody on that was famous that was from Galax, Virginia and they mentioned Blacksburg and I was like Doughboys. Anyway, my my uh since since you get all the Colorado talk in this podcast, I got to get some uh-huh. Blacksburg talk somewhere. Anyway, this was not where I was going with this at all. So you've gotten hungry for some fried chicken because of the episode. Very hungry, yes. Has this happened with any other piece of media where you've seen a food and you're like, I must have that? I'm trying to think. Uh, nothing off the top of my head. Um, we were in this weird place where uh, Sarah and I were watching Steven Universe. Okay. And... Every time there was a very pizza-heavy episode, she was mm-hmm. like, I need pizza right now, pepperoni, sure. not my usual thing, but I need it, pepperoni pizza in my face right now. Sometimes you just got to get the pepperoni pizza. We were doing uh, a Steven Universe uh, rewatch, and I think that one rewatch prompted us to go down to our local pizza place like three times. It was yeah. intense. Hard that, to argue they are with not that. subtle about the pizza. <laughs> nor are they subtle about the bits um i am trying to remember uh there is a joke product placement in wayne's world i can't okay. remember th- it's 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 another pizza 
or it's uh, well there's doritos and pepsi in the images that i can see but it wasn't i feel like there's a pizza in oh yeah he's also eats pizza hut as a kid who ate a lot of pizza hut anytime i see that old school logo with the cool z like the z's with like the cursive you know what i'm talking about with the with the red red wizard hut top Mm -hmm. my lord i want pizza hut even though i know (laughs) my my gi tract will hate me for it okay that's very good um there what we had when i was growing up we had a vhs copy of the land before time and before the the main event before the main attraction the main attraction there was an ad for Pizza Hut because they had a whole tie-in with Pizza Hut. When you ordered, you could get a little like Land Before Time hand puppet. Sure. It's a whole thing. We somehow got Petrie like six times. It was mm-hmm. amazing, I guess, if you like Petrie, <laughs> which I mean, don't get me wrong. I do. He's fine. You don't want six of him. So <laughs> what, what his do you parents want didn't want six of him. They abandoned him. Just throwing that out there. So Damn, the hot <laughs> takes. So Damn. anyways, there was a whole ad about this boy who get the, who gets invited to a girl's uh, birthday party at Pizza Hut. And he doesn't know. Or like his mom is like telling him how to uh be a gentleman and and all this stuff and i don't really remember too much except the mom just like trying to give him all this like gentlemanly advice Mm -hmm. and that's what i think of when i think of pizza hut (laughs) tie-ins i didn't expect to be having this conversation (laughs) sometimes you just have to have the conversation that 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 the world needs you to have and at this time it's about pizza hut i do i I, I, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to have some hot takes again. And I'm going to say, I miss, you know, you know, the days when Pizza Hut was the, in those like weird hut shaped buildings mm-hmm. and you'd go there, you'd sit down, they'd have the salad bar where they had kale as a decorative item, which might be the best place for kale. Although I know that I'm being turned to the kale side by my wife. That's a different discussion. You, li- you live in Portland. It's part of the thing. I'm going to send you a video. It is that <laughs> video that is the opening to the land before time. So I, anyways, I will watch it watch immediately uh-huh. after I finish this point. I remember going there probably too often, but I believe because of book it, because the only way to get yes. me to read books apparently is to eat, give me pizza afterwards. Yes bribe me with pizza for books um and i would remember there i don't remember the game they had but they had a they had pinball machine and my mom would give me like five dollars and i played that pinball machine until that pizza showed up and then that pizza would just be i would just devour it and then i'd be out of dollar dollars because i'm bad at pinball and Mm -hmm. i'm full of pizza and probably like 10 or eight or something. I don't know. I don't know how old I am. But anyway, that was that is the magic of my childhood. And yes, I know that pizza was terrible for me because again, GI tract issues. But you know, I had a great time. Okay. Should um, I go ahead and watch that now? Yes, so I watch, can comment watch on it? that. Uh, I want your I want your take on it. Um, okay. It's only about a minute and a half. So okay. Oh, I already this already just the the screenshot gives me just some yes that i've seen that lady before that's the pizza hut i'm talking about (laughs) i i am 
closer to that kid than I want to be. <laughs> like being cute and oh man, we got some rock music going. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, he's going straight to the pizza. Doesn't want ladies, <laughs> just wants pizza. I forgot most of this commercial. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yes. I've done that napkin nonsense before with turning it into a beard. I'm going to I'm gonna have a... Look at the stretch on that cheese. <laughs> I mean, he is keeping his elbows off the table, but they're up in the air. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was even nice to a girl. That's an odd note. Uh-huh. So that's... Um, that's what I watched every time we wanted to watch The Land Before Time, <laughs> which was a staple in our household. Uh, I will make that's sure to terrific. post that to the Twitter. Um. That's that's just terrific. It is yet another uh, fast food item we will be discussing at length. Um, I do want to point out so that there is a, a scene in it where the little kid has like a, a napkin as a hat and a napkin mm-hmm. as a beard. And I was, I remember, I believe I was in middle school and I wasn't. You know, I'm an introvert through and through and always have mm-hmm. been, always probably will be. I can't imagine that changing, but that's who knows. The wor- the mind is a weird place. Um, and uh, so I was uh, we had gone to a what I thought was a nice restaurant, but is probably not that nice of a restaurant also no longer exists. So I'm not slandering it. Um, and I was Olive probably, Garden. No, it was actually a local <laughs> restaurant. I know. I'm just giving Le- our Olive Garden crap. So it to is be fair, slander. Legitimately, before Olive Garden showed up in my town, I thought it was a nice thing because you had to go all the way to Roanoke. Oh my goodness, we're going to get the we're going to Toys R Us, and I'm eating unlimited breadsticks. A lot of the things I have to do about my life are about food. Anyway, my my point is. <laughs> I was like in middle school, so what, like seventh, eighth grade, so what, 13 or so, maybe Mm -hmm. 12, 13. And I made that because I was uncomfortable because this was all a manners, like, like table manners field trip. I I don't exactly remember what happened, but we were at a nice, like Italian restaurant, I think in town in in Blacksburg, Virginia, a college town. So just there, there we are. Uh Um, And I got. I kind of went into the this the trance that I go in while podcasting where I'm like I'm getting that laugh no matter what damn it and just started doing weird with my uh, napkin and got in trouble for it. Okay. And I just got in trouble for what I just said because I just realized I I cursed. Yep, you did. It's fine. I'll bleep it. This is fine. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> We're um, wild and raw today. All right. Well, let's get into the podcast about <laughs> let's get into the community episode about fried chicken <laughs> this is so good already it's so good i don't even know what we're doing anymore it starts out in the study room uh we find out that shirley is very interested in a sexy dreadlock guy is my first note mm-hmm. um also my first they're studying note- spanish well, yes but troy thinks he's failing psychopharmacology because he thought it was a class about quote-unquote freight crazy farm animals so you know um, i get it but why would yeah. you day one you're like oh this isn't i should probably should not be here also that's at a community college i don't even know what that is to be honest um it is the study of drug-induced changes in mood thinking and behavior okay i mean it is a community college with cadavers so fair point just like a real college. Just like a real college. Exactly. So Pierce is trying to coin a new phrase, uh, which is streets ahead. 
He also which, uses Streets Behind. Mm-hmm. Which um, is it? I I do love this because uh, Streets Ahead is literally just a thing that uh, Dan Harmon took from someone who uh, was making fun of Community on Twitter. That's uh, terrific. I did not they, know that. They said that uh, some other shows were streets ahead of, of the uh, meta bull crap that Dan Harmon was doing. And so he decided to literally make fun of this guy by making Pierce say the phrase, yeah. trying to coin the phrase streets mm-hmm. ahead. Sometimes you gotta, you just got to use your platform to belittle make somebody fun of people that disagrees with you. Make fun of, exactly. Yes. Sometimes you just got to do it and... Um, I will say that Jeff is starting to get a little concerned that he's going to be late for lunch. They are trying to wrap up because they want to get to lunch and they want to get some of them good chicken fingers. Everyone but Britta, who is surprised that everybody loves those stupid chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. They're the only good food in the cafeteria, but they run out so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point, Troy says that if God were food, and not that I'm Catholic... But if it were cool to eat God, he'd be a chicken finger. I resonate so much with that line. It hurts. The part about eating being God, Catholic and eating God. Being Catholic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as a lapsed Catholic, <laughs> I've had a decent amount of communion in my day. Um, this is when Britta tells everybody that she's a vegetarian and gets pretty much a chorus of groans. Well, I wouldn't know. I'm a vegetarian. Wow. Shocker. Yeah. How do you feel in that moment? <laughs> As an aforementioned lazy vegetarian, um, let me tell you that this is a common reaction. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, here's the thing. I've, I've gone on very many rants about this on the Twitter.com. So why not bring um, one to our podcast? <laughs> so I, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go I'm, full joke, into it, but uh, I've gone on many rants about the politics of office pizza because... Mm-hmm. Management is like, I'm going to show everyone that I'm a cool manager. We're ordering pizza. For most people, what that means is, oh, hell yeah, free lunch. For me, what that means is I have to be the buzzkill who asks for one with no meat on it. Sure. Yeah, I agree with you. Meat lovers is violence. So (laughs) that's what you said, right? That's what I heard. That's that's exactly what I said. So... (laughs) One time uh, this happened and I, I was like, can we just get, you know, one without, I didn't even say one loaded with veggies and kale and, um, you know, carrots or whatever vegetarians eat. What I said was, cauliflower maybe. can I get one with no meat on it? So they, they ordered four pizzas and one of them was a, like a veggie something, something. And one of the guys I worked with came over and gave me crap for how bad veggies on pizza are. He gave me crap when, uh, and by the way, one of the Wait, pizzas. No, hold on. Veggies are not crap on pizza. I think they're great. But I think they're great too. I, I'm a meat eater and I love, sometimes you got to get some onions or peppers or, mm-hmm. you know, all sorts so, of different stuff on there. Important note in this rant, by the way, also, one, tomatoes. Of the, one of the four pizzas was a Hawaiian pizza. Okay, so keep that in mind while he's ranting. Was at he me. referring to pineapple as a vegetable? No, I mean it's just okay. This pi- that was pineapple. A, uh, all I'm that all was I'm not saying, the scorn of it. No, all I'm saying is that pineapple is divisive. That it is, is a known. It point. is a known divisive topping. So despite this, he comes to rant about my vegetarian pizza to my face, 
And then he rants about the fact that not all of the pizza, not all the veggie pizza got eaten, so it was obvious, so obviously a waste, despite the fact that three of the four didn't get finished. Interesting. And then for two weeks, two, literally two weeks, he would come up to me and be like, veggies on pizza sucks. And I'm like, what? Uh, wh- Where? <laughs> that, was, that was two weeks ago, my dude. You know, like, I would have probably passed off passed it off as a weird microaggression somehow but then to bring it up for weeks and weeks i i have never been that petty about anything in my life it was like at veggies point, on one out of four pizzas yeah, yeah that's just him being a dick at that point in my opinion like i Again, I I am totally on board with you being whatever you want to eat. Like if you uh, uh, other than humans, I think I'm pretty good <laughs> on it. But to say to basically bring up to you in your face for weeks that your choices are bad and dumb and stupid is uh-huh. not a good look. That is wild to me. So yes, this is a common reaction. <laughs> Trust My, me. Um, I, I get it, but like has the dude never a cheese pizza is technically vegetarian well yeah but management didn't order a cheese pizza no i understand that but does he does he disagree with the politics of cheese pizza no he disagreed with the politics of veggies on pizza he I, i will argue that he did not get honestly i don't think he cared about the politics of the pizza he just wanted to make you feel bad for some oh, reason yeah, that why. was his whole thing and then he got fired but, and i didn't care so you know what um, i'm i i never want behind. to wish uh, uh firing on somebody but sometimes when you're a dick you need to use it to learn he was streets behind it's fine certainly um, streets behind so i mean honestly like onions and peppers on a pizza are delicious mushrooms mushrooms well i guess i mean it's a fun guy but you know it's delicious Everybody is rushing to the cafeteria. I'm going to be angry about this for all day. I'm going to be angry on your behalf. uh Screw that guy. uh Everyone is rushing to the cafeteria. And uh, Britta is talking about how she doesn't believe in eating meat because uh, it's murder. And also she's feeling just real raw about it because her cat is sick. It's got diabetes and can't even make it to the litter box. And uh, everyone is like pretty much gun in to go yeah everybody pretty much dips as soon as she mentions her cat <laughs> except shirley who is trying to good people are always good it's true uh and then Britta's like fine go and she's like god bless you and runs off so in the cafeteria they are all getting their fingers on nope just kidding they run out yeah, they run out. Uh, Troy does uh, misinterpret somebody calling for him, an actual human being, as a chicken finger. So that's great. That's how good they are. You will think that a hot college girl calling your name is a chicken finger. Mm-hmm. That's how good these chicken fingers are. Now, They're... you know what? I'm going to ask a question here. Okay. Um, and this is going to be controversial. I Now, when I went to college, mm-hmm. I had my, my favorites at the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. But I also had, you know, money, so I could go where pretty much wherever I wanted and get whatever kind of food I wanted for lunch, and and a car. I, I will I will say that I had I was very privileged to have a car and money when I was in college. I know that's not exactly everybody's experience. There are other foods in in I'm assuming Greendale has other places to eat. Maybe people just maybe greendale's like so far away from everything good that it's not worth the hassle 
Like that's fair. I've got I've got a class, and then I've got lunch, and then I've got another class. Mm, that's true. I don't want to go out to like the McDonald's or whatever. That's fair. Plus, I mean, we don't know the quality of the chicken fingers versus a McDonald's. Right. I mean, on the one hand, what their point is that the chicken fingers are that everything not the chicken fingers sucks. Sure. But also, the chicken fingers on their own are also apparently amazing. So if we're going to talk about like tiers, we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. like, you know how Smash Bros has tiers of characters. I I wanted to just build it out for the listener. I know, I certainly know that you know, Ben. Um, So so we're saying that, you know, S tier, the top tier would be chicken chicken fingers. fingers. Yeah, right there. And then Mm -hmm. garbage tier is everything else? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just... It goes from S to F. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm just in, you know, I think that's interesting to me because you'd think that, you know, you could have another, at least a or B tier that you could go to. I know that at one point uh, in the show, we see uh, uh, Pierce getting a hot dog, not knowing how to build it, but he got one. Mm-hmm. Is that also garbage tier? Why is he eating that? If he could eat chicken fingers or apparently, you know, he is Pierce Hawthorne. He can go wherever he wants and do whatever he wants. It's true. So I'm just like, I'm asking legitimate questions that I know that the show has no interest in providing me answers to and also doesn't care about me at all. Um, but, you know, at the same time, like otherwise we're just getting in the way of the the, the mafia movie that we're making here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't mean to get ahead of myself. So Shirley is, is really interested in this uh, sexy dreadlock guy. And he doesn't even notice her. I mean, in fairness, she's kind of very, very like coyly, like, oh, h- hello, like right. barely even on his radar. Yeah. And Abed, he Abed, rightly just moves by. Yeah. And Abed here uh, does a very severe move and says that, oh, his dreadlocks remind me as, of the predator. But you're but Shirley's doing the actual hunting and you're invisible to him, which is real rough. Right. Like we're we're kind of setting up for the end a little bit where Abed is uh this is Chekhov's inability to connect with people. <laughs> yes. Cause he does <laughs> <laughs> I will never get away from that joke. It came up in the uh so I recorded with uh, a a fan of the show, uh James Wilcox. He is doing a clone high episode or episode by episode podcast, and I and I guess it on it and even there the Chekhov's gun reference happened what am i doing to f- the this Chekhov gun is following me around and i'm scared now you know what they say about a Chekhov's reference in the first act it'll follow you around forever it's so true. jeff sees starburns giving his friends a giant pile of chicken fingers like just he just, just he comes out lot. of the kitchen um it should be noted he works for the kitchen right. like he's yeah. dressed in like an uh, apron and like a hairnet and everything yeah so so a quick point i don't know if we mentioned this but but they did run out of chicken fingers and our group didn't get yes. any and then starburns is funneling them out the side door right um, so all of these people as jeff puts it uh he he gives chicken fingers to people so that they act like he's not starburns right um so jeff suggests that they knock him out of the kitchen um, and Abed's like, oh, cool, a mafia movie. I've always wanted to be in one of those. Yes. Also, Britta, while not ready to eat that meat, she's also not ready to eat that injustice. I mean, she I don't th- want to eat she, any injustice either, but it's also more of a concept than anything else, to be honest with you. 
Yes, but she is she is just so against Starburns using chicken fingers for his own gain that she is like, let's take him down. Everybody's just ready to take down Starburns at a moment's notice. I mean, you know, I mean, I said it last week when you've got stars for sideburns and you're going to get profiled and I'm not saying it's right. When you (laughs) have stars for sideburns and are funneling chickens to your chicken fingers to your friends when there's already a short supply of them. I'm not saying it's right, but you are going to get taken down by an uh, alternate study group. (laughs) That's true. Um, So uh, Jeff points out that Abed can be the fry cook. Uh, He works for his dad restaurant. And then this is all after they they get Starburns fired. Everyone kind of like is like, I don't know. I think he relies on that income. And Jeff uses (laughs) his zip it hand gesture to get everyone to stop talking and gives a speech about sheep versus wolves. I kind of zone out every time that Jeff gives a speech. Mm -hmm. That's Chekhov's zip it motion, by the way, because that's going to come back too. everything will come back in the third third act. So just hold on to pretty much anything that happens in any in this show. Uh, This is when Abed also starts doing narration, because now in Abed's mind, it's a mafia movie. And so hold on to that, too, because we get a payoff for that in Act 3. He's he's uh, doing some pretty good mafia movie narration about Mm -hmm. how uh, they get Britta to basically use her wiles on Starburns to get some chicken on the side, which sounds like a sex thing. Also, if Starburns was paying attention, he would know she's a vegetarian and it was a setup. So that's on Starburns. That is on Starburns. Annie uses that to take a picture of him and leaks it to the paper so that he gets fired. And then Abed uh, gets the job. And so he... he Well, does Annie have to leak it to the paper? I thought she was on the paper from the editor. You can leak things to the paper you're already on. Isn't that just a (laughs) scoop? (laughs) I think that's just a scoop. Okay, fine. She scoops it over to the paper. There you go. Are yep, you happy I, now? I'm glad I did that. Mr. You're welcome, pedantic. <laughs> I'm usually not pedantic here. I'm usually not the pedantic one. So she scoops it on over to the paper with her news scoop. Once once you go to journalism school, they give you a news scoop and then you sco- use that to scoop all the news around. They put Everybody that, knows that. They put that right in their bowl of cornflakes and now it's Raisin Bran uh news and (laughs) ladies and gentlemen it's six o'clock it's time for the raisin brand news today in in uh breaking news uh the sun has delivered to us yet again two scoops in another indication that everything is going all right Ben, uh-huh. I w- kicking it over to you for Raisin Brand Sports. Uh, today in Raisin Brand Sports, um, everyone did their best because they ate a healthy breakfast. So, thank you, Ben. <laughs> that has been the Raisin Brand news for tonight. Uh, have a have a beautiful brandy day. Uh, so yes, um, Abed's job interview, he, 
he has the experience because he's worked at his dad's restaurant. He sure. also lists uh, one Donald Trump on his resume. Uh, yeah. Who, who at the time was just a normal uh, business guy and not, you know, the other the, thing, the current thing. So and for those of you that listening, this was recorded in 2020. So just know that that's what we're talking about here. So uh, Pierce pretends to, and he he does a halfway decent. Uh, it's not he like he's halfway decent impersonation, hard, though. Mm-hmm. Troy also helps out by making Abed look better by showing up dressed as a weird pharaoh. Right. Yeah, they 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 reduce the amount of applicants that could apply by pulling down the flyers as soon as they went up. Mhm. It's it's a whole conspiracy. Uh, and... Abed does get the job and he calls it the glorious time. Uh at lunch Abed brings a plate of fingers to the group and they celebrate victory. It tastes like chicken. I do love how they all grab a chicken finger and they all toast with it. Yes. And then Britta immediately puts it down and makes a face and then wipes her finger off on yes. like her sleeve. Like it's terrific. It is that tiny little detail of like, yeah, Britta's totally in on it while still being ultra vegetarian. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, a lot of the, uh, a lot of community is that kind of small little character interaction with, with the world of, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm a vegetarian. I don't want to eat this. I'm not going to eat this. I'm even going to wipe off my fingers or whatever. It's, it's just such a great choice. I mean, everything is going well. Everything is going well for everybody. Shirley uh, is getting a hello from the sexy dreadlight guy, which she offers a piece of chicken and says to memorize her name to get that chicken. And, and he will. Hello. You guys are lucky. They're always running out. Would you like one? Name Shirley. Memorize it. I will, Shirley. I gotta say, Shirley plays this real cool. It's true. Like she, I, I also, she. You give Shirley a little bit of power. You give her an inch of power, and she takes a mile. Like it's true. She. Well, she knows this. how to use this. I'll say this though. She has one goal in mind. To get Sexy laid. I mean, I was going to just, I mean, it's, yes, correct. But you know what's funny to me? Um, and this is nothing, probably nothing that anybody cares about. We, the sexy dreadlock guy is told to memorize the name Shirley. Do we ever get the name of sexy dead, dreadlock guy other than sexy dreadlock guy? I don't know. Um, let's look him up. Uh, it's time for Doolin. Google searches community sitcom community dash sitcom dot fandom dot com slash wiki slash season one minor characters. He's just known as sexy dreadlocks. He's portrayed by Michael Corey Davis and we do not get his name at all. Um, yeah, I Michael mean, if, Corey Davis, very attractive man. I clicked v- on his very IMDb page. Very much so. I mean, if this if this is the one that gave me the last name of Tony Hale's character, so if this site doesn't have a name for mm-hmm. this character, this character does not have a name. Mm-hmm. He's profiled by only his sexy dreadlocks. And yes, I agree. Michael Corey Davis is a is a handsome gentleman, uh, but I feel like he should get a name <laughs> if he's going to be in like three or four scenes eating chicken. Mm-hmm. But he does not. He does not get a name. 
So he's listed on IMDb as sexy dreadlocks. So um, there you go. Um, No argument. He's sexy and he's got dreadlocks. So it works. I mean, it's a good label, but again, not a name. (laughs) Unless... (laughs) <laughs> Hello, Mr. Dreadlocks. It oh, would... excuse me. Mr. Dreadlocks is my father. Call me sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like that. Um, just like that. So Abed also, they see Abed walking off with a little to-go container. Right. Um, and he says that he's skimmed eight fingers for Chang and... Jeff goes on this whole thing about, look, you make the fingers, not the decisions. And Abed says that he agreed to give Chang uh, eight chicken fingers a day for, I think he says a 10% bump on Spanish 10% tests. 10% bump, yep. That's every Spanish bump. for everyone in the group, not just Yeah, Abed. exactly. Not and just And then literally Abed. everybody is like, okay, Abed makes the chicken and the decision. And Jeff is uneased. Yeah, Jeff is not a fan um but then we we get a whole look into the whole operation so mm-hmm. abed makes the fingers he slips them out the side door in a in a garbage bag um britta exactly and where i want my chicken fingers to go mm-hmm. it's a clean garbage bag that's honestly true. honestly if i showed up to a restaurant and uh, I watched them just shovel a bunch of chicken fingers into a totally fresh, clean garbage bag. And was like, here you go. I'd be like, give me them fingers. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to eat those. <laughs> I want to point out your Being characterization ex- is all all wild on this episode because you, you started as lazy vegetarian to yes. give me those chicken fingers in that garbage bag. Yes. Um. There's a reason I use the word lazy. So <laughs> so lazy that I do not care what kind of receptacle my chicken comes in, including a garbage no, bag. No, I'm late. I say I'm lazy vegetarian because the majority of my meals do not have meat. I know I'm only some of them do. <laughs> but if I was handed a garbage bag full of chicken fingers, I'm just going to point out the fact that they're in a garbage bag does not make them garbage unless they are specifically spoiled or there's other garbage in that bag. Right. The th- an atom of other garbage in that bag means those chicken fingers are now garbage to me. Exactly. But but failing that one atom of garbage, this is just a bag of chicken fingers and I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it until I'm sick. Like let's be real. You hand me a whole <laughs> bag of chicken fingers. I'm just, I'm going to eat it until I regret everything that has led me to this point in my life. I mean, uh, I do a lot of And then I'm going to have eating, one more so of those and then call it a day. I'm going to take a big nap. It's going to be a productive day. My most productive day of 2020. To and be fair, <laughs> I think that's accurate to 2020. It's the most productive things I do now is this podcast and eat, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that's yep, it. See? I'm doing my best at work, man, but there's... Oh, boy. So if you could do a whole garbage bag full of podcasts and then eat a whole garbage bag full of chicken, it would be the most productive day you've ever had. At least in 2020. Well, yeah, I just... I'm... I'm... I think I'm just stuck on the idea of a garbage bag full of podcasts 
when they're uh, uh, digital and no physical representation exists. The garbage bag is metaphorical. So, oh, um, I s- oh, <laughs> now I get it. Um, or you've burned them. You've burned all the the podcasts to uh, CD. Or and I've put them on uh, floppy disks. Exactly, because then one podcast and boom, you've got a whole garbage bag full <laughs> of it. So, I got a garbage bag full of a, a podcast. Uh, <laughs> so yes, he he skims them out through the side door in a garbage bag. Britta and Shirley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he does this to Troy. Troy's the bag man. Mm-hmm. Troy's the bag man. Britta and Shirley package it up. Which he can trust because Brit is a vegetarian and she's not a lazy vegetarian because she does it specifically for uh, um, ethical reasons, whereas I don't, which is why I'm lazy. And Shirley does not. Um, Shirley does not uh, steal. She's not going to steal because she thinks she'll go to hell. Which so. is, you know, there you go. Uh, Annie is the distributor, and uh, there you go. Everybody's getting their their. Uh, their chicken fingers, even though Abed is basically running this whole operation to steal their chickens, chicken fingers from them and then give it back to them as some, as if some kind of favor. They go to the study room. They are now the big men on. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but Pierce does hand deliver 24 chicken fingers directly to Dean to make sure the wheels don't squeak too much. Ah, uh, yes, that is, that's Pierce's job because he's a, his years of, of business acumen make him uh, able to, uh, find those loopholes and make those bribes. So exactly. Uh, cut to the study room. They've got a, a PS2 hooked up to a big old television. They've got a whole posse. They've got a monkey. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah, Shirley is flirting with sexy dreadlock guy. Britt is getting her hair done. It's great. Uh, Jeff comes in. Is like, what the hell is going on? Uh huh. Why do Why do you have a monkey? And Troy says, it's an animal that looks like a dude. Why don't I have 10 of them? Also, we find out the monkey's name is Annie's Boobs because it was named through a Twitter contest. From Annie's Boobs' Twitter, which I believe is a real Twitter. Yes. Or was a real Twitter. Back in the day, all the characters had their own Twitter accounts. So when things would happen in the show, they would like tweet along with it. And so like Annie's Boobs had a real twitter account that was its twitter account i know they used it to really great effect in an episode later on in season three where they like did everything in real time which was wild like Mm -hmm. super amazing but yeah so they all had their own twitter account including annie's boobs Mm -hmm. annie the human character uh does not appreciate the name annie's boobs i mean i wouldn't either so but she does come in with a new free backpack, you know, with a ton of zippers and it was free. So uh, she does a whole dance about that. <laughs> she she uh, pretends to be a robot. She does a yeah. little robot dance and she it's, says, I am a robot. I am programmed to love this backpack. This- uh, there's an additional joke that Jeff's like, that doesn't make any sense. And Britta's like, would you rather? Th- oh, I don't remember what she wants them to be programmed to be. She, well, so. Jeff says that doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, Jeff says this is insane. 
And Britta says, more insane than programming them to replace auto workers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That that additional joke is great. But I, I think it's just any and I uh, just does a wonderful job. Allison Brie does a very great job at like, you know, those things when you do you've done when you were a kid and it was mm-hmm. recorded and you watch it back. You're like, oh, my God, how could I have ever thought that would look cool in the slightest? Uh huh. She nailed I... it. She nailed it. Uh-huh. I've got a bunch of those. Not all of them even recorded. I just th- have memories. They're oh, recorded sure. in the dome. And I'm well, like that, that's the that that's anxiety recording it, my friend. Remember when I did that thing when I was eight? Cool. Mm. I'm a failure at life. You did it. Thanks, it's anxiety. Really great. It's really great when anxiety decides to give that to you at about midnight when you're trying to sleep. Mm-hmm fantastic anxiety rules or so, last night when my my cat decided to find a hair tie at 4 30 in the morning and play on it play with it on the bed sorry that's not a thing about anxiety i'm just mad at my cat right now <laughs> okay that's legit um my cat is just chilling hanging out while i record this he's listening to us record and he's not meowing and he that's rules good. He's that's great good. He's perfect in every way. Every way? Every way. Okay. So, yeah, so they have a, a big argument about it. Uh, campus security is on the take. Uh, Abed has it all figured out. They Their argument goes on, and, and Jeff can't. His zip it gesture doesn't work. It's, it's gone. The magic's yeah, he, gone. He tries it like three or four times, and he is upset at sure. the fact that it does not work. He doesn't have his power. Uh, mm-hmm. He goes to talk to Abed. There's a huge line outside of his dorm room. Um, and as he's walking closer and closer to the door, people are like, well, where are you going? The, what, do you, what, what does this guy think he is? Uh, Abed's bouncer, who is standing outside of his dorm room door, says that the line starts back over there. But it's fine. Uh, Abed waves Jeff in and... Jeff is is trying to convince Abed that like maybe they took this a little too far. Right. Maybe they ought to dial it back. And Abed is like, well, no, because this all makes perfect sense. Like everyone has needs and everyone has functions. Abed offers Jeff a root beer float, which is uh, both very nice and very mobster uh, yeah. maf- mafia movie. Um, except it would be like um whiskey or something right some kind um, of thing in a decanter uh-huh and i always thought decanters were like the like classiest thing i know right and now I now i'm an do. adult i could buy a decanter and put whiskey in it and i'm like but why would i do that yeah why would i do that like <laughs> uh-huh it's i i'm totally with you like i could do that and i've like even suggested it i'm like but i don't want to clean it like right a bottle That's i can just go recycle clean uh-huh exactly i mean i'm already got it buying the bottle and then i gotta dump the bottle out into the thing and i've got to sure. recycle the bottle anyways it's a middleman a decanter is a whiskey middleman like i barely pour beers into glasses from cans uh-huh i'm drinking a can yeah, right you're now drinking a can. i poured this into a glass and they're gonna have because... to wash that exactly it, they, it, that, gotta... that's where they get you the, every time it's it's a cascade conspiracy they are like Beer tastes better in glasses, so you better use that glass, and you got to wash that glass. What are you going to wash it with, huh? Water. Huh? Tide pods? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, it's not going to be Tide pods. You're already eating those, you damn millennial. 
Uh-huh. Or wait, no, so, Gen Z, right? I don't remember who eats Tide Pods anymore. Maybe I don't know. Had- we all eat Tide Pods. <laughs> That's fair. It is 2020. Might as well. You know, I got a whole chi- uh, garbage bag full of chicken and there was a Tide Pod in it. So, you know, it's all food now. <laughs> yeah. but yeah so he's he's like i'm not i'm not doing a mafia movie anymore i'm not doing movie references anymore because it used to be i didn't know how to connect and now everything makes sense because everyone's speaking the same language and that language is chicken i love the idea that chicken is now a language there's a whole episode there's a whole episode we might do in the future as a bonus episode of us just like no that's not what i was gonna say oh come on there's a whole episode like a 15 minute episode of bojack horseman where todd is trying to save a chicken that escaped from a, a ranch and so the every time someone asks it something they think it's real, real words. So they're like, Oh, um, uh, what's her name? And the it's, she's like, Becca. and then it's like, Becca, this is my <laughs> wife, Becca. That's good. Um, I like that. And then she's like, Bark. and yep, you got to go book Beck cause you're an agent. So like, let's go. You got to go book Beck. Um, it's so good. I, it's, I love that episode. Um, that's, and that's Bojack wonderful. Horseman in general. I feel like I was kind of hoping that you'd say like there was an episode of BoJack Horseman where they didn't do voices. They just had the real animals make noises and then they <laughs> subtitled them. I don't know why that came to mind, but it seems like an interesting idea that I hope somebody runs with. I'm honestly surprised they didn't do that. That like, would have been amazing. Like a, it feels like a joke about subs versus dubs. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um. If I so, were smarter and had a TV show, I would do that joke for an entire episode and everybody be like, no, you're going to turn off your main audience. I'm like, no, man, my main audience is going to love this. This one other guy that, that I'm doing this podcast with is going to love it. Don't worry about it. And then I'm going to get a, a viewership of one and I'm okay with it. And then I'm never more, in Hollywood ever again. It's one more than any TV show I ever made got. So there you go. Um, Jeff misses the taste of control is what abed says um because jeff's like people are gonna get sick of chicken Mm -hmm. i'm sick of chicken and he's like no you're not tired of the taste of chicken you're tired of uh, you miss the taste of control right and abed also points out that his ego jeff's ego would stop him from leading or even being a part of the machine and jeff's like i don't have an ego my facebook photo is a landscape i feel like that is the power move of someone with an ego. Yeah, I agree. Um, like there are definitely people who are just like, this was pretty and I made it my profile picture. But I do feel like when you hit a certain level of ego, you're like, I got to prove I don't have an ego. Right. So landscape. You're making a, a mm-hmm. detailed thought of like, nope, I I, I can't. I, I know I look handsome. But if I take a picture of myself and put it up at the Facebook, people will know that I know that I think I look handsome. So I have to know that i think that i look handsome but not enough to do the and i'll do the landscape and then do but boom but then a lot of people that have landscapes are like nah man it's cool i love living in the pacific northwest Mm -hmm. i bet michael Corey davis probably has a landscape photo on his facebook profile because now i feel like like we're doing a character assassination now (laughs) 
<laughs> well, he no, seems because I'm like sure, a nice enough guy. I'm sure he's... I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm saying that he's like, yeah, I know I'm sexy, but like I got to like tone it down. Oh, I like, see. I, I was, like, this I Facebook profile were... can't be about how sexy I am. It's got to I... be about the real me. <laughs> so I thought you... Well, first off, he's an actor. He probably uses his professional headshot as a Facebook photo, and, and I know that. Um, but I also... I, I I had moved I hadn't moved on from the uh, the Facebook photo as function of ego rather than a Facebook photo as function of hotness. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's all it's it's all related. It's fair. So uh, Jeff confronts the group in whatever classroom they're using to package up the chicken. It is literally the same classroom as the the pottery one just re reworked. So I think they just had this set cuz I think it was also the gym that they played pool in. <laughs> so I think they just like had this this set just dressed it however they needed for the week. Magic of Hollywood, baby. So uh Jeff is talking to them uh and he's he's like you got to stop working for him. You know, he's he's losing it. You're all part of his his scheme. And they're like, you just want power. You miss the power. Mm. Um, and also, if Abed um, says if Abed is is uh, not listening to you, do you think we should also not listen to you? I better call Abed. Yeah. So Annie calls Abed, gets on voicemail, asks the question is like, "Ooh, we should also do jackets, like maybe blazers with chicken finger patches on them. I wonder if I could find a chicken finger patch. Chicken I bet you it's part finger. of that same uh, same auction we we saw earlier. Oh yeah, I looked up uh, chicken finger patch, and it is uh, I can buy one. Um, oh no, yep, auction prop store. You are totally right. So Nailed this one, uh, winning bid one hundred dollars. That's a steal. Compared to that frog sombrero, I know. know Okay, hold on a second. I'm going to derail because uh, I scrolled down a little bit. And on that same propauctions.com, physical education, two Greendale Athletic Department gym shorts, winning bid $70. We could have bought them and worn them together. That's $45 a person. I that's easily doable. Easily doable. Oh man, we missed out a year ago. Man, that uh so what's funny about this prop? I like how <laughs> I like how this is just going to by season 3 we're just going to be talking about props. It's fine. <laughs> but I like how this prop like I was giving the sombrero crap for like where'd you even get that? It was you know, and it turned out it was paper with like sharpie on it. <laughs> this is like a legit embroidered patch. Yeah, like you could sew this onto a thing. I mean, it's a hundred percent legit. But the thing is, you never see it up close in the episode. You do not. You it see does the not the the gist of it from afar. Right, it does not need to be this remotely detailed. But this is this is like did did you pull this up? Are you looking at this? I am looking at it. It's real nice. It's really nice. Like, like the I, chicken look at finger. That look at how well it's stitched. Uh-huh. The the chicken finger's got some real detail on it. Like You've it's got, got some definition shadow. on the chicken finger? Yeah. It's, it's got texture the, to it. The Greendale Finger Association, which is also terrific. <laughs> which, is, which is a thing. <laughs> which is a thing. I mean, we'll get to it in, what was it, digital, uh, in, 
what's the episode digital uh exploration of interior design or something yeah digital exploration of interior design one of my favorite jokes in a uh in a title of a an episode ever uh so yeah so Uh, so what i'm just saying is that keep that finger on the mind boy howdy um i can't believe somebody got this for a hundred bucks i'm i am mad about it i didn't get it for a hundred i know right man sad day where were Um, we on february february 6 2019 to february 20th 2019 why are we not in on this we were still doing a stupid futurama podcast Ugh. where there are no props to bid on because it's an animated show i mean we could probably bid on like cells of animation but still this is this is hogwash we should have been focused on community so anyways uh jeff is like look you need to stop working for him and pierce is like hey get me an entourage get troy a monkey that's what a real boss does. I have no words. <laughs> I don't he's think not wrong. Um, I mean, I, I'm not sure if he's I the, it, missing the point, maybe. But and then at I, that point, Abed comes in and they're all just like, oh, hey, Abed. And uh, Jeff, Jeff makes leaves. this huge like, I'm going to go now. I'm walking out that door. And they're like, OK, go for it. Have fun. Bye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he like Jeff looks back o- over his shoulder and then Troy just closes the door as everybody else hugs in the cafeteria. Jeff is out of the group. He is eating some mediocre looking soup. That looks right. like some D tier soup. It is some D tier soup. I do p- like that. He sees the rest of the group sitting at this like ornate table with a tablecloth and eating this chicken and Abed stares him down and they're also wearing their blazers. Yeah, they've got blazers now, matching crime family blazers with... With the Greendale Chick- Finger the- Association logo uh-huh. embroidered upon it. Um, Boy, so- howdy. Every time you say Greendale Finger Association, I lose it a little bit. Look, it's I, I can only say what if it wasn't on the patch. I couldn't say it on the podcast as legally binding. It's true. Um, um, so Jeff is finding an empty stable to sit at, and then Starburn sits across from him, telling him, hey... What do you think the group deserves? And drops a key in front of him. Starburns points out that there's a, a certain valve on the fryer. It's not made anymore because the fryer is so old. So if you take that out, no more chicken. And he he hands over the spare key and then gets up and leaves. Jeff pockets it. Um, and then we get another via uh, voiceover from Abed saying that Jeff leaving the family wasn't a problem. Um we get uh everybody is finishing studying for a spanish quiz and abed's like hey i've got i've got these free notebooks for you annie but they're not college ruled so she mm-hmm. makes a point of dropping them directly into the garbage while making eye contact with him uh-huh so in my every character every person is two community characters combined mm-hmm. theory um sarah was watching this episode with me um because it's very hot and our ac is in the living room only um so she was watching it with me and so at the end of the episode i was like and see that's why i say you're annie because you'd be really excited by a big stack of notebooks and she was like yeah and i (laughs) and she also added and i would prefer college ruled as well that feels correct to me Mm -hmm. see i know i know a thing or two about her 
and a thing or two about Annie Edison. It's fair. The success has gone to everybody's heads. Uh, Pierce has an issue with one of the people in his entourage having the middle name Travis when he was very explicit that somebody had to have the first name of Travis. Yep. So uh, even though he goes by Travis, Travis, he's got to go. Uh, Troy's monkey hates the caviar that Abed gave him. Do you think there's any caviar in the world that a monkey would like? I'm kind of surprised that a monkey is not just eating whatever it finds sometimes. My dog mm-hmm. will eat his own hair. <laughs> Do you think your dog would like caviar? I think my dog wouldn't give it a second thought as it passed through his throat. <laughs> it's true. I have met your dog. This is accurate. I, I think he sees something edible and it's already in his stomach. This Unless might I be... can somehow stop him from eating it. Let's see. This might be dog food. This might be fish eggs. This might be a solid Lego brick whatever i'm gonna eat it whatever it's in my stomach if it's nothing edible it'll come out the other way anyway yes everyone is getting upset and arguing and yelling at abed and in the voiceover he says that the group got spoiled fat and lazy so he did what he thought jeff would do i sent them a message and it's time for our message montage the, so the song used in the montage is the uh, piano outro from uh, the Eric Eric Clapton song, Layla. Okay. It's a whole thing where one by one, the things that everyone loves about being in this chicken finger crime family, the Greendale finger. Oh, that's a direct reference to Goodfellas. Yes. Okay. I Googled it because I've never seen Goodfellas. I have not either, um, but everything references Goodfellas. Uh, Including this episode of television quite a lot, probably. I bet you that there's somebody out there who's the biggest Goodfellas fan is listening to Community. I was like, oh, this podcast must be funny. They don't know anything about Goodfellas. Rude. So, <laughs> yes, one Sorry by one. Sorry for calling you out specifically, Goodfellas guy. Yeah, thanks uh, thanks for being so rude to us, Greg, but that's fine. I was being rude to Greg. I was apologizing to Greg. So as an aside, the, a lot of, a lot of um, things do that where they're like, they call out someone, some specific name just because like that tiny fraction of listenership is sure. going to, to be like, wait, what? That finally happened to me the other day. Nice. Um, I was watching the uh, Today I Found Out YouTube channel and they mentioned uh, he was like blah 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 yeah it like it was an ad for like vpn or something sure and it's like yeah we know all sorts of stuff about or so so your isp doesn't know so much stuff about you but we know everything about you ben and i was like whoa whoa whoa, hold on a second so that was wild anyways so that is wild coming from a vpn I think that's, it was something like that. And I hope they don't know anything about me. I know, me. right? That is, that's what I'm saying. It's a weird thing for a VPN to say, I know a lot about you. Because that doesn't indent, give you a lot of trust of that VPN. We know you eat pizza with veggies on it, Ben. How it's dare you? I'm going rem- to in- <laughs> insult gonna rem- you every for, day for multiple two weeks. weeks. So I still yes. am just cannot. <laughs> multiple weeks. Multiple weeks. Weird. We get this montage where Annie's backpack, the thing she loves so much, is just mauled and destroyed. Um, Annie's boobs is gone uh, with uh a sign that says, you should have appreciated me. 
Britta's hair has gum in it. And the TV won't turn on for Pierce because the wires have been cut. And in the the coup de gras, uh, sexy dreadlock guy is flirting with Abed as Shirley walks in. <laughs> Which he's, is so good because he's literally feeding, he's like feeding a him a chicken, chicken finger, finger in just the most sultry manner possible for uh-huh. Abed. Uh, so the group goes to ask Jeff for help and... Um, they are all voicing their complaints. The only one I want to bring up specifically is that Troy is like, He released Annie's boobs. Annie's boobs could be anywhere. Annie's boobs could be on the side we of the road. We got it. The monkey's name is Annie's boobs. It's very good. Uh, Jeff feigns uh, feeling terrible, but he's like, No, I warned you about this. You were so high on chicken, you didn't want to listen to me. And somebody says, You were right, Jeff, and blah, 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 blah. And Jeff's like, Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you, you went past that first part really fast. Okay, all together. You were right, Jeff. And then and uh, it, they kind of argue back and forth, and Jeff's zip it motion works again. Well, I do want I do want to point out oh, that sure. uh, he says now what you can do is go home and write that on your bathroom mirror. And Troy says, "Wouldn't that make it seem like I was right?" Yeah, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot I, going on here. I do want to imagine just sort of me being in someone else's house because we're out of quarantine and. I go into their bathroom and on the bathroom mirror, it just says you are right. Because like that implies some weird stuff's going on. Like what were they right about? Why did they remind, why do they need to remind themselves about the fact that they were right about something? Hey, uh, just like, uh, I believe it was uh Stuart Smalley. I might be wrong on the name there. So- sometimes you got to give yourself a day. I was right. I, sometimes you just got to give yourself a daily affirmation. You know what? I was right. And I am important and I mean something. Uh, so yes, Jeff does his hush motion, uh, his zip it motion, uh, and it actually works. And he gets in my notes. I wrote, he's really turned on by this fact. Like he he gives a whole expression <laughs> of like, oh sweet, it's back. Like yeah. he's very excited. It, it's like uh, in in an anime when somebody has lost their powers and then gets them back. He's like, yeah, right. Like he feels it coursing through his veins. Mm. Like the power is back. Uh, speaking of if anime, this was just Dragon Ball Z, if this was Dragon Ball Z, his hair would be like bright yellow and, and straight up. Uh huh. Yeah, he'd be going Super Saiyan. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh huh. So let's see what that crossover is because I don't think either of us watches all that much anime. Um, community. I certainly don't watch Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z crossover. This I'm has to sh- exist, right? Well, I mean, it's the foosball episode. <laughs> well, yes, but I need. I want a like specific community. Uh, I'm not. I'm not seeing it. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Community makes community as a search term is not great. It's not great. That's why I went for, with Jeff Winger, and it's giving oh, okay. me the foosball episode. So. And also a lot of Funko Pops. Shout out to Funko Pops. Who okay. once who once featured us for basically no reason that I could <laughs> It's true. Could, could, <laughs> I, they they did mention our old po- our last podcast in an email for some reason uh that I'm still not sure why. Yeah, we I I attempted to track it down and I could not figure out why and I'm like, "Okay, good, thanks." Um, so that they night, have not mentioned Good Morning Greendale yet. Funko, yet. give us a call. Come on the podcast, somebody from Funko. That night, Jeff 
uh, decides to take Abed out. So he sneaks in. Uh, he unlocks the door with the key Starburns gave him. Uh, he's going to take take this valve apart so that Abed's power goes mm-hmm. with it. But, but Abed is there. Yeah. And he's, he's frying something all by his lonesome. Yeah, he's uh, making tater tots because Jeff was right. People got sick of chicken. I'm trying to find a new food food and a new system because i was close and jeff's like close to what to me to the group to people and abed's like don't make this a special episode yeah um abed says that people don't understand they need my help they need to get me and i wish that i could connect to people like you can jeff because then i can make people happy I will say that in addition to saying that he's going to that he's working on tater tots, he also suggests jalapeno poppers next. And by the end of this scene, I definitely wanted both tater tots and jalapeno poppers because they both kick ass. Yeah. Uh, he also then suggests uh, zucchini zirkles with a Z instead <laughs> of a C. That's not going to work. If you're going to do something like that, do fried pickles. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Fried pickles are great. Oh, man, mm-hmm. I could go for some fried pickles now. Dang it. I, I did that to both of us. I want fried uh-huh. pickles so bad. I can't fry a pickle in my house. Sounds like a personal problem. So, uh, <laughs> um, uh, excellent. Jeff admits that um, he is, he's ashamed of himself. He was jealous, um, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Jeff had manipulated the entire group to mm-hmm. get chicken. And Abed turned it into a way to make everybody like him. And Abed says, maybe this is a very special episode, but it's about you. You know, maybe you should, uh, you know, they have specialists. Maybe you should see one. And and Jeff kind of agrees to do that. Um, and then they kind of make a deal. Jeff will help Abed connect with people and Abed will help Jeff do a better job with them. Just like Knight Rider. <laughs> Which... A, uh, Abed immediately is like, great, I'll go put on a cool leather jacket and make out with some aerobics instructor and you pull out front and startle passer- passersby with your ability to talk. I do love that that misdirect there. It's very good. Um, and then Abed's like, D- we should just have a plate of chicken fingers. Ooh, like 16 candles. And Jeff's right. like, he wants He wants to eat them reference. on the table uh, like 16 candles. Yeah. And yeah, Jeff's like, okay, you get one reference and abed's like 16 candles so, so they it cuts, eat it like 16 candles yeah it's, it cuts it's to kind them. of cute actually it is pretty cute they're eating chicken fingers uh just sitting there on the table cross-legged just yeah eating some chicken fingers so and abed's voiceover reveals that he did quit the fry cook job and everything went back to normal uh they still don't have enough chicken fingers because as one crime family moves out another moves in and it's garrett and leonard um, and then it's why revealed wouldn't that it be well, of course not. Uh, uh, wh- why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it be? I can't think of anybody else. Um, it is revealed that most of the voiceover was Abed telling this to the dean, and the dean's like, uh, "That's great, Abed. Can you just answer the question? What Who the question? stole a box of hairnets from the kitchen? Someone with hair." And the dean writes it down. He's like, "Oh, that's good." And it's almost like he's like <laughs> writing down a clue in the case of the stolen hairnets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. So we go to the tag. Uh, it's a cute Troy little tag. And, yeah. Troy and Abed are doing that like 
pretending to walk downstairs um, behind a, a bookcase. Yeah, that um, whole thing. Along yeah, with an escalator and an elevator. Mm-hmm. Um, the group is can barely contain their boredom, and then they all kind of uh, leave uh, before what's co- what they call Awesome Elevator, where they go down an elevator and apparently change the entire outfit they're wearing with the other person, and then come back up the elevator. They're very amused. Troy's like, that was awesome. So To be fair, it was very impressive. It's pretty impressive. Uh, and that's the actual end of the episode, and that means that it is time for... First off, I think this is the first episode that we start getting kind of weird with it uh, because Mm -hmm. uh, Community decides to turn this entire episode into a mafia movie, which Mm -hmm. is great. I enjoyed it. A very, very uh, almost one to one pastiche with uh, Goodfellas, I'm assuming, because again, have not seen it, but the fact that they pulled so many things from Goodfellas. Greg is very upset with you right now. Yep, I'm sorry, Greg, and I uh, I will do better. Um, that being said, there there's not a lot to complain about here. I think it's very funny. I think it's very interesting. You know, uh, a lot of community is kind of moving the characters into positions where they're a little bit stretched to to be outside of their comfort zone but they're also playing a character in the thing that they're doing so abed being the kind of crime boss thing is is part of that i think i think it's just honestly i think this is a really good episode i on i think this is probably one of the very first episodes that i would you know say this is community if you don't enjoy this this is the kind of high concept thing that community does then i don't know if community is for you (laughs) right i think it's so good i'm going to give it an a plus okay um so i have uh one very specific note on my feelings on this episode um and that is i am a robot i am programmed to love this episode uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that is the the criticism and it's got a c i don't know why um, programming error divide by zero um, integer overflow negative four million i know that's yes, not the no, number I, for, for other computer programmers i know that's not where the number is it's like two two trillion or negative two trillion don't don't at me come on i give this negative two trillion points no! uh no, I I agree. I love this episode. Um, I when I was loading up the episode to watch, I saw what episode we were doing tonight, and I was like, "Oh, sweet! I love this episode!" Like, I got really yeah. excited for it. This episode is phenomenal. This is absolutely my favorite episode up to this point. Um, it is an A plus. I have nothing bad to say about this episode. It is community being community. It is, uh, this episode is streets ahead. You know what? I'm going to say it. It's streets ahead. The only thing I wish it, wish it had done is choose somebody better for Pierce to impersonate. That was just, that would be the one thing I wish it could have done. That's, you know, 10 years ago, um, you know, when he was not a, a, a part of our daily lives. Um, but now, now I, now I'm just w- hoping for those halcyon days 10 years ago when everything wasn't so terrible. I think maybe probably when, poorly were 
when we could go outside at least we had that we could go outside that is a fair point we could have done 10 years ago that is the episode um we would like to know what you think about this episode are you also a robot that is programmed to love this episode are you like goodfellas greg and upset with us for any number of reasons um has there ever been a television show that makes you want food really badly yeah let us know what your food craving television shows are do you remember the pizza hut advertisement at the beginning of the land before time vhs because we'll be posting onto our twitter as soon as this episode goes live because frankly i was a little worried i was going to google it and find no results and feel like it was all just a fever dream from my childhood which sometimes Um, i that legitimately happens to me mm -hmm. we want to know all these things and more you can reach out to us on twitter we are at good greendale all one word and you can find a contact form to send us a longer form submission on goodmorninggreendale.com where you'll find links to our show and our patreon which by the way mike we do have a new patreon patron this week look at that that's Um, awesome so i want to give a shout out to donna anderson who just became a patron um you can do that at patreon.com slash back to futurama uh links are on goodmorninggreendale.com as well uh thank you donna thank you everybody uh for uh coming to the end of these episodes we know that you know it's 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 a rough time for for everybody so do what you can uh and uh we love you thank you for coming to the us making jokes for about who knows anymore i don't remember what we talked about how do you feel about vegetarian pizza? Are you going to give me you, crap about it for the next two weeks? Are you going to harass a coworker for two weeks about a, a choice of pizza? Anyways, now, oh, I'm not on. bitter about did, it. Yes. No, okay. Did he consider like, was he trying to build an inside joke or was he just being a jerk? No, he was a jerk. It wasn't, that was not the only thing that he gave me crap about. Okay. Cause um, I could definitely see it being like, Oh, this guy loves spinach on his pizza look at this guy but like it's not like screw you with your spinach i liked a certain movie about wars that take place in space that came out uh around that same time Mm. um and he also gave me uh a month of crap about how it was the worst movie and ruined the franchise so um anyway we're talking about space balls too right the search for more money exactly Exactly, yeah yeah it was you know i i i I don't necessarily disagree with him but i wouldn't have been a jerk for about a month telling you that spaceballs one is a masterpiece and spaceballs two is a money grab right you legitimately canonically a money grab one week tops uh and on that note that's going to do it for us this week so i forgot we were in the middle of the podcast we were ending it (laughs) until next time when i go on more vegetarian related (laughs) tangents I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I I wish wish you you luck. luck.